Well, hello and welcome to a very special edition of the Bet Victor podcast. It is, of course, the Champions League final preview, and we've got a bumper podcast ready to guide you through and try and find you a couple of winners or two. Uh, I'm delighted to say joining myself as ever is Dougie. Dougie, uh, you excited for the Champions League? Nice precursor for the Euros? Yeah, always, always uh, a fixture you look forward to in the season. It's always a cracking match. So yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, usually is. And uh, we've got the best of best of British, best of English taking part. Uh, obviously, I will just give a quick mention whilst we're getting excited about the Euros. Coming up soon, we will have podcasts with uh, Bet Victor Ambassadors, Michael Owen and Harry Redknapp to preview the Euros in all detail. So do get subscribed to make sure you can get those as soon as they're available. But our special guests for today come in the form of two fans. I'm delighted to say, first of all, I'll introduce Jake Ashton. Jake joins us. He's a big City fan and a season ticket holder. Jake, how are you doing? Hi, Sam. Uh, really good, thank you. Really looking forward to Saturday. Can't wait for it. I mean, you've had a pretty good season so far, haven't you, really? Let's be honest. It's been superb. Couldn't have dreamed of anything more, really. It's just disappointing that Chelsea did us in the semi-final of the FA Cup and hopefully we'll be getting revenge on Saturday. Yeah, well, revenge is, is a dish best served cold and I've got on the line with me, I, I think it's fair to say, potentially a little bit of a disappointed Chelsea fan. Mike joins us. Mike's been a Chelsea fan for a long time and certainly knows his stuff. Mike, uh, obviously, defeat in the FA Cup final. You, you, you scraped into Europe after losing to Villa on the last day of the season. Uh, it's been a bit of a strange season, hasn't it, for Chelsea? Yeah, I mean, having to rely on Spurs <coughs> and um, thrashing Villa to a two-one defeat to secure Europe was uh, was interesting, but I think it, it's been sort of a, a season of two halves with Tuchel coming in and turning it around like he like he has. Well, before we get into the nitty gritty of the Champions League final, I want to just kind of get a bit of background so people can understand your, your love for your clubs. Uh, Jake, I'll turn to you first. Uh, just a quick one: your favourite ever City player. Now I know there's a, a lot to choose from in recent times, but you've been a season ticket holder for a long time. Who, who's your favourite City f- player? Well, growing up, my favourite City player was Richard Dunn. Um, I just loved a big centre back, to be honest. And during the years where we were a little bit rubbish, uh, especially in the Premier League. I think he got player of the year for like five or six years in a row and just being a kid growing up who played in defence too, I absolutely loved him. I mean, recency bias, I love Aguero over the last 10 years because he's our greatest ever goal scorer and it's just, um, it's sad that he's going out this season, but hopefully he goes out this season with a Champions League. That's quite interesting. I wouldn't I wouldn't have had you peg Jake as, as putting up a centre-back uh, and with no disrespect to him, Richard Dunn of all people, when you've had some brilliant players. But that shows you're a proper fan, I think, in my book. Mike, uh, any nostalgic favourites from Chelsea that you want to reminisce on or anyone more recent for yourself as your favourite player? Uh, I mean, the, the obvious would be Lampard. Uh, mm. Growing up, I used to go quite often before Abramovich came in. So Zola was a big favourite of mine. I got us all signed by all the team, including um, Winston Bogard and players like that, sort of the retro players before Bramwich and his money came. Yeah, I think um, I think he was Lampard. I mean, what a brilliant player he was for Chelsea and, and just in general uh, for England as well and, and sort of transcended those eras, didn't he? Which was absolutely brilliant to see. And Zola, an absolute magician. Brilliant to have. Uh, right, we better get stuck in then. Um, Learn a bit about yourselves. I guess I want to know how you see the game panning out. And Dougie, I'll bring you in here as the neutral, the referee. 
what what are you what are you kind of expecting to to happen in these ninety minutes or potentially longer? Well, I, I can only really see it going going one way. I think Chelsea done so well uh, when they played City in the FA Cup. They executed their game plan perfectly. I, I think that they're going to have to go about it in a similar way. I mean, they have to be willing to give give up a bit of territory to City. But the the thing is, when you do that. City can then just overload you and be too powerful and break you down. So it, I think it's going to be difficult. And I think although they were victorious against uh, City in the FA Cup, I think playing in that way and in that style might have actually been the perfect preparation for City. So I think it's going to actually be quite difficult against a City side to keep them out. Um, I, I, tactically, I think I don't think they've got any other option if you if you attack City. They're going to they're going to cut you open at the other end. So I think that's the way Chelsea will have to set up here and and hope that they can replicate what happened in the FA Cup. Mm, interesting uh, to lift the trophy. City one to two. Chelsea six to four. Uh, in the ninety minute betting, we've got the the win for City at seventeen to twenty. The draws twelve to five in the ninety minutes and eighteen to five. Chelsea to snatch the win in ninety minutes. Uh, Mike, if I was to put you into uh, your relatively new boss's shoes here. How do you set up to get this city team, this glittering city team, beat yet again? Um, <clears throat> I think he'll go with the three-four-two-one that he's he's been sort of favouring, or with uh, maybe Christensen, but definitely Silver and Rudiger back three. Uh, I can see Asquith and Chilwell playing, and I think it's between uh, Kovacic or Jorginho who starts next to Kante, and then what I'd like to see is Havertz playing that sort of false nine role with Mount and Werner off of him. Mm. But when I was looking at when I was looking at um, sort of the bigger games we've done uh, in the in the Champions League before this, Zayic has actually scored uh, against City in the last two games he played. Um, but I, I suppose if you were to ask me tactically what we could do, because like Dougie just said, it's uh, near impossible to get around City. What, what I think we did well with in the quarterfinal of the Champions League against Porto and then again in the semi-final with Real Madrid we sort of it was almost the dark arts of football hmm. we really put, put them off their stride and Porto across the two legs ended up with eight yellows and Real Madrid in the semi-finals across both got nine yellows I, I think if we can do that with City and I mean without putting ourselves off our own game we, we were definitely with a chance there I, I, I like that. I like the idea that we're going to see a. We might have two English sides in the Champions League final. We could still get some proper continental style uh, dark arts. I think you called them. Yes, uh, I, I think it would be interesting. I'm sure if you like your yellow card betting, could be something to to tap into. Jake, do you, do you think that's Chelsea's best way of getting the better of City? And do you think surely they can overcome those kind of tactics? Pep, Pep's been there, seen it all before, hasn't he? He has. Um, I do think that Chelsea's best option in this game is to sit back and soak up the pressure that we're going to give to them um, and then counter at us using the pace that they have up front I mean Timo Werner caused us problems all the way through both games the FA Cup uh, game and the league game that we recently had um, those two games aren't really giving a lot of City fans any real negativity going to, towards this one because we did have a completely different side out to what we will play in this final game. Um, so I think he will go with a false nine like we have been playing in, in the Champions League campaign this season. Um, 
with either De Bruyne or Foden playing in that false nine role, I think. Just on, on Chelsea here, I mean, who, who would you think, Mike, would be the the key player in this? Well, it's got, I think it's got to be Kante. If, if he's playing, he's everywhere. It's almost yeah. like you've got, you've got 12 men. Um, I think the way Mason Mount plays between the lines um, and the work he puts in really... It just makes such a difference, and that's probably why what is why he's got player of the season for us this year. But yeah, I'd say I'd say Angola Kante. Yeah, yeah, he'll be a, he'll be a big he'll be a big help to that Chelsea side if he were to be fit and healthy. And I, I suppose it's that time in the season. It's 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 pretty difficult, isn't it? They've all all these players have had a very long season and trying to get them back fully fit. Uh, just having a quick read now. Uh, Mendy and Angolo Kante are both set to be past fit. Uh, according to Thomas Tuchel, who said something a little bit earlier on today, which is great news for Chelsea. Uh, Jake, what about yourself? Who, who, I know City have got these brilliant individuals, but if you had to highlight and pinpoint one player that you think is is going to have to be at his very best to uh, to land City the win, who who are you putting forward as City's sort of key man? Well, the key man I'm thinking of for this game and for every game that we play is Kevin De Bruyne. Mm. Well, if he if he ticks, then he makes the whole team tick. He he always does play to his best, um, and like I say, as long as he plays well, the whole team usually do play well. I mean, I've also got to highlight Phil Foden because this has really felt like a breakthrough season for him. Um, the amount of games this season where after the game, all you see on social media is everyone praising Foden is unreal, um, and obviously going into the Euros too, where he may be a starter for Gareth Southgate. I think a big a big battle in this game will be Foden against Mason Mount, to be honest. I think that's what a lot of people have been speaking about ahead of the Euros, and it's interesting who will come out on top in this one, I feel. I suppose it could, it could well end up be, being season-defining in that sense, because... You know, I'm sure Gareth Southgate's not going to pick his starting eleven based on one Champions League tie, but there's a huge number of players that that are involved in his provisional 30-man squad that, that feature here. The likes of Reese James. You know, if he was to put in a man of the match appearance, it could well tip tip the balance in his favour uh, to at least make the cut. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a there's a huge huge amount riding on this, not only beyond the fact it's a Champions League final. Um, Mike, I'll come back to you because I was going to ask to pick out a danger man from the opposite side, but I suppose Kevin De Bruyne. As a Chelsea fan, um, you'll have known a bit about him before he left the club. Um, he's he's naturally going to be one that you're going to be fearing could come back to haunt you, I guess, and probably the, the City player I'd imagine you've got the most respect for. Well, yeah, definitely. I think it depends, a lot depends on where he plays, if he's in that midfield three or the false nine, uh, as to how creative he'll be. Um, but he, even if you put two men on him, he's, uh, he's never unstoppable on his day, isn't he? He's he's a, I think he's one of those players as a neutral Dougie you and I quite often uh, will chat about fantasy football and that sort of thing and, yeah. and, and, and we're both huge admirers of him and he is a he is your archetypical just big game player you know like you just know I'll be honest if you said to me I've got to have a man of the match bet I'd be all over Kevin De Bruyne I know he's going to deliver on the big stage because he's done it time in time out yeah, it seems it seems set up for De Bruyne. To be honest, you know this season he's been he's been un- unbelievable. Season season on season for the past few years, he's he's just got that little bit better. Um, and this season with the the Champions League, and then going to the Euros with Belgium, it, it could really all come together for him. So 
he's been someone that we've all been talking about for, for many years now and um, with great players you know they do have those career defining seasons and I think that this could possibly be De Bruyne's yeah, I, I I think that's that's a very fair thing to say. Just to give a quick mention, actually, uh, on Kevin De Bruyne, uh, he features in some of our already open boosted markets, and we're offering fourteen to five from thirteen to five that he scores any time in the ninety minutes. Uh, got loads of others in there as well, such as over three point five match goals. That's been boosted to fifteen to four. Uh, if you think Sergio Aguero ends up with the ultimate swan song, we've uh, backed, we've boosted him seventeen to one to score two or more. Not sure he'll start. Um, Jake, I'll just just turn to you, Chelsea-wise. Who in that Chelsea team do you... Well, I suppose, who would you most like to pick out that Chelsea team to take to City and you think could really influence this game? Uh, Mason Mount, I've got to say again, because I watched him in both those Real Madrid semi-final games and he absolutely ran the show. And every time I've seen him this season, he's ran the show for Chelsea. And I just feel if he has a fantastic game on Saturday, then he's going to cause him a lot a lot of problems um, in and around the area. And again, outside the area too, he, he's had a couple of goals this season where he's got a few touches outside the box and he's hit it into the bottom corner. And I feel that that's something we need to be wary of on Saturday, I think. Mm, I, I think I think that's very fair. Uh, Dougie, I know you wanted to ask the lads a little question about VAR. Obviously, it's a bit of a hot topic between Dougie and me and throughout the season. I always mention our VAR specials and he, he gets incredibly annoyed by it. Uh, was <laughs> yeah. it? Was it you just wanted to know, Dougie, what, what their thoughts were on it, on it being used in this kind of game? Yeah, I hope to God it's not used. But, you know, lads, I mean, would, would you think um, VAR, I mean, if, if, you're, if your side was to lose it, you know, in the last five minutes due to a dodgy VAR decision, surely that's the worst th- the worst possible thing that could happen. I, I think I think you better ask Mike that first, given what happened to Chelsea in the uh, in the champ- yeah, in the yeah. FA Cup final. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, I, I can't I can't honestly can't stand VAR. I'd rather have a bad dodgy refs decision than sit there for five minutes thinking you scored and then it come back and it's still a dodgy decision via VAR. Would yeah, you- it's getting that it's getting that way for me as well. It's like the the actual idea of it is quite it makes sense logically, but in practice, it it needs a bit of work, I think. Uh, and Jake, yourself as a as a person that goes to to matches, I know a lot of people's complaints initially were around if you're in the stands, not really knowing what was going on. They seem to try and correct that. But are you are you one of these people that thinks we should be drawing lines for offside decisions? Well, I still have nightmares over that Spurs Champions League game <laughs> where we'd scored in the last minute and it got disallowed. Yeah. And it was one of the worst feelings that I've had at a football ground, to be honest. Um, but Dougie's not going to be happy that my uh, bet for the game is a goal disallowed after a VAR review. Brilliant. Oh, wow. I was, was going to get to these and it's 11 to 4. <laughs> and I, th- yeah. I think you've got something here, Jake, because I put this to Dougie that in these derby games or big games we've seen this season... If I'm a referee, I'm going to want to get it right. And I've now yes. got something that's going to allow me to, to lean on that. And naturally, this is the biggest game of all. So mm. one of your bets is going to be at 11 to 4, a goal to be disallowed as a result of a VAR review. Is that what you want to go for, yeah? That's what I want to go for, yeah. Because especially every time I've watched Chelsea this season, I feel like Timo Werner's been getting goals disallowed left, right and centre for being offside. So, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Uh, that, that, that's very true. Uh, Mike, you've seen Timo Werner offside for, for what feels like most of the season. Uh, Bet-wise, was there anything that jumped out of you in the early markets that you quite like the look of? 
I think it depends on who starts. If I see that Zayac is starting, I think he's quite good value any time. I think he was about nine to two and eleven to one for first. Yeah, I, I, I love, well, Dougie will tell you how much I love my anytime goal scorer bets, but that does seem a bit big, doesn't it? Nine to two, anytime goal scorer. I think you're right. You probably want to see the team lineups. Um, but I'd say that's, that's a, that's a pretty big price. And, um, yeah, uh, Dougie, what about yourself? Anything on the game that, you, that you've, you've had a look at as a neutral and you're already getting stuck into? Oh, you know, a few weeks ago, um, when the, when the tie was, was confirmed, I, I fancy Chelsea, but, just with the way that the Chelsea have been playing recently, it's hard to sort of confidently say that I think um, I think I'd bet them. You know, they, they, they seem to have the measure of City in the, in the last two matches. Well, they have had the measure of them tactically. But I just don't know if they've shown... I don't know if, if that's actually a positive. I don't know if City have now got a read on them and how they can play. Because as I said earlier, it's, it's a case of Chelsea can only really set up in, in one way. So... I don't know if maybe Tuchel's gave Guardiola just one too many clues and how he's going to set up. And obviously with the way things have went for City re- recently, they've got a, a lot of momentum. So, I, you know, I was, you know, looking at Chelsea thinking, I think they can they can cause a, a little upset. But um, now when I look at it, I think it's going to be quite, I think it'll be a tight match. I think it'll be one of these games where um, it'll be a bit of cagey, a bit of cat and mouse. And, you know, it's Champions League final. I know, I know you're looking for a sort of ballsy bet here, Sam, but I think it'll be something along the lines of under two and a half goals. I think oh. it'll be very tight. <laughs> oh, Dougie, tell you what, I'm not sitting through this on a Saturday night to have under two and a half goals. This isn't Sheffield United v Burnley on, on Sky at 8 o'clock. I think, I think it's going to be tight. I'm sorry, that's what I think. Well, OK. Well, I, I suppose one thing that a potentially tight game does throw up is the option of extra time and penalties. Now, we don't quite have the price for it yet, but... I've got to say, personally, if it, if we get anywhere near a penalty shootout in play, I will definitely be backing Chelsea in play uh, to win the penalty shootout. Because, Jake, what, what on earth is with your side and trying to score penalties in the last 38 games? <laughs> I wish I had the answer for you, Sam. I wish I I really do. Um, we just struggle so much when it comes to penalties and we've got good penalty takers in the squad too, but it's, I don't know if it's the pressure or what, but then again, Ilkay Gundogan has scored a penalty in a Champions League final before for Dortmund. So, well, there you go. You got at least one out of your five with a bit of experience. <laughs> uh, you have to put Edison second, I think. So, I think most of us were hoping we'd see him take a penalty at some stage in the season. Uh, obviously, we didn't. And I don't. I don't think if Aguero's on the pitch, I'm sure he won't dink it down the middle. Uh, Mike, uh, as a Chelsea fan, I know you've seen plenty of penalty shootouts. Some of which have gone your way, and some that haven't. If I gave it to you now, w- would you take Chelsea going to pens? Yeah, I think I would. And it, I think a lot depends actually on whether Mendy's fit because if he's not, I don't think it's the worst thing in the world to have Kepper in goal because he's great at shot-stopping penalties. Wow, that that I hadn't I hadn't really factored him in actually as 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 a it's been it's been a bit strange, hasn't it, the relationship between between the pair of them. Uh if I had to if I had to get you to guess who's going to start more games next season, surely it's going to be Mendy, isn't it? Yeah, next season I think it is, but I think I I think I know he dived into the post at the at the weekend and he might be injured. Yeah, there's there's sort of two shells kind of confirmed he should be back for a bit like with Kante, but until you see him on the team sheet, I think you, you won't want to know. Well, look, listen, a massive thank you uh, to everyone involved. Dougie, always great to get your insight. You're going to give us a score score prediction for the game, Dougie, before I let you go? 
Yeah, I think it'll be. I think what will happen is it'll it'll be cagey, and I think Man City will make the breakthrough. Maybe add to it as well. So maybe two 0 City. Two 0 City. Well, that's your unders covered. That's fifteen to two. Jake, if I had to give you a scoreline prediction, I'm going to go for three 0 City. Three 0 fifteen to one. Looks a huge price to be fair. <laughs> and Mike, come on, are you going to go one 0 to the Chelsea, or are we going to see something a little bit more explosive? No, I think there'll be more than two. I think there'll be over two and a half goals. I think it'll be 2-1 Chelsea. 2-1 Chelsea, currently 15-1. to one. Uh, For my money, I am gonna, I'm going to put it up at a bit of a price. Sit on the fence here. 2-2, two, two, 19-1. Uh, and then we'll get some fun at penalties. And I think if it goes to penalties, I will be backing Chelsea in play. A massive thank you to Mike, the Chelsea fan, Jake, the City fan, and Dougie as ever. Don't forget, do subscribe. We've got our European football previews coming with Harry Redknapp and with Michael Owen as well, giving you all the best markets for the golden boot, that kind of thing, some real good insight. But all that remains to be said is to, as ever, gamble responsibly. 